0: Long Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: The missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. You could have been anywhere else, but you chose to come and worship with us this morning, and we are eternally grateful to have you in the room today. First, thank God for those of you who ventured out into the sanctuary. Even in your mask, you can still give God some praise and some worship. God bless you. For those of you watching on at home right now on Facebook and or YouTube, we thank you so much. Do us a favor. Hit that share button and invite your friends and family to the birthplace of gospel music. We promise you a few things. You will know Jesus better. You will know God better. You will know the Holy Spirit better. And at the end of the day, we hope that we say something or do something that draws you closer to him. And if the time comes, you can come down, either virtually or physically, and join our congregation.
2: We are so grateful this morning. We love being on the battlefield.
1: So come on, church
2: today.
0: I'm I'm i i I'm on the battlefield, for my glory. i the battlefield, for my
1: your best hand clap, come on. Put your hands together, come on. Give God your best hand clap this morning, come on. Okay, all right. Y'all gonna make, try to make us work this morning, all right. That's all right, let me go to the scripture, let me go to the scripture. Our scripture text today comes from uh, Genesis, the book of Genesis, the book of Genesis chapter 27. Chapter 27, starting at the nineteenth verse. Genesis 27, starting at the nineteenth verse. Now I'm gonna help somebody out. That's the first book. Might be somebody listening for the first time or watching. You have to you never know it. That's the first book. Genesis 27, starting at the nineteenth verse. I'm reading the King James and it says, And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou biddest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thou soul may be blessed. And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. And Jacob went near unto Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau, and he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy, and his brother Esau's hands, so he blessed him. Verse 24 says, and he said, art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you again this morning, God, for allowing us to be in this place, Lord God, we recognize that we've done nothing and we're not so worthy that you allowed us to wake up, God. But because you did, we said thank you. Now, God, have your way in this service today, God. Permeate your spirit throughout this place, God. Let us feel your presence. And we will be so careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Now, Now, God, let our worship be fitting for your presence. Let our praise be fitting for your presence. This is our earnest prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: with us as we sing our morning hymn. Has me not, O gentle Savior, hear my uncle Christ.
0: I'm to in the world You My hope oh, cries, while darkness now falls. Do not pass
1: me by.
0: Hallelujah,
2: Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you can call on Him in the midnight hour? <laughs> I can call on Jesus. When I can't pick up the phone and call you, I can call my Savior. I can say, Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. We came to church to praise the Lord this morning. Amen. Come on, Pastor. We came to church to praise the Lord. Amen.
0: Hallelujah.
2: Amen. Let church say amen. Let church say amen once again. We thank God for our trio this of musicians and vocalists this morning I know for those of you who may be young in the faith let me explain to you so that you can connect sometimes in life when you are going through some challenges you don't know what to say sometimes you don't know where to turn but that songs reminds us that all we have to do is say
0: Savior.
2: Is anybody in the room ever called out? Savior. Savior, do not pass to God. Sometimes we don't have all the prettiest prayers at the ready. But we can just call out Savior. Savior. And I declare, he'll hear you. I said, I declare, he'll hear you do not pass me by hallelujah hallelujah somebody said in the midnight hour (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah welcome once again to this the ebenezer missionary baptist church the Birthplace of Gospel Music. I am Pastor Person, the senior pastor here at Ebenezer. Welcome to those of you who are joining us online via our Facebook Live and our YouTube channel. We are so excited for your presence here today. And we pray that God blesses you real good uh, being with us here today. I just want to have a few quick announcements this, this morning. Uh, I want to say thank you. Um, um, Got a thank you card from uh, Sister Tolliver, Pastor Person, what a pleasant surprise. Yes, it's a wonderful to smell my flowers while I am still alive. The flowers do smell good. Thank you, and I look forward to more activity for the Lord from Sister Maxine, Dr. Maxine Tolliver. Also, I just want to continue to say thank you to the outreach ministry, all of you all who helped, followed your leader, and did the work. If you are here today... Would you just stand, if you were in the outreach ministry, just to say thank you for your work, thank you for your labor, thank you for your toil, and thank you for your smile. All of this, all of this made the difference. And I will say to you, the best is yet to come. Amen. The best is yet to come. We're just getting started again. Praise the Lord. I also want to say thank you, thank you, thank you um, to uh, Deacon Mayberry, uh, to Deacon Will Taylor, to Mr. Billups for being here yesterday. Oh, and myself for being here yesterday for the Bud Billiken parade, allowing our neighbors and our community to utilize our parking lot. Both of them. They were there. We were there. And um, it it just made my heart glad to see our, our senior brothers out there directing all of our community. And you know we got some interesting folk in our community. But they did it with a smile and with grace and Uh, Ebenezer, I I just want to salute them. I had, uh, you know, some of our senior deacons out there, and they were doing their part. That's why I say all of us can make a difference. All of us can make a difference. And so, but next year, next year, we're going to have more brothers out there. uh, And also, we're going to have more members out there because it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity to engage with the community. I met so many neighbors yesterday the, the owner of the house right across the way there who happens to be a military man. So that was a good connection and a fraternity brother. I met three or four families on this street who, uh, when I was out there letting them in, they said, well, who are you? Well, I'm the pastor of the church. Oh, you know, and so it was great. We had ladies and children walking down and Deacon Mayberry and other. We were all engaged all engaged. That's called outreach and evangelism. They need to know, and that's what I like. The doors will open. They, people will walk past. They need to know that we are alive and well and that we are doing our part in the community. So, thank you. Thank you. They were there from 7 in the morning. Mayberry said they didn't leave to about 345. Now, I had to go because I had to get ready for the day, but... Um, And the truth be told, I had to go watch the bears, too. But anyway, but no, um, they were there, and they had it all under control, and we thank God for uh, what we received. Also, Ebenezer, I want to say thank you for a wonderful, wonderful church meeting. Uh, We were able to respond to your questions, the things that you needed. Now, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you all to pray. And to pray mightily. Why you say pray? Because, number one, as what we have been working on is going in tomorrow. The grant that we are pursuing is going to be submitted on tomorrow. And I need you to pray for favor. Favor. Now, that's not the first grant we're going after. I mean, that's not the last grant we're going after. There's going to be more we're going after. And we're going to be getting more people to help us. And oh, by the way, they don't do it for free. Okay. They don't do it for free, but we, but we know that we have to do it. Why do we have to do it? Because the initial report of our contractors that did assessment of our building told us that to restore this church to full, you know, I mean, not Junebug construction, but for real, for real construction. To restore this church, we're looking at $1.6 million. Okay, I'm glad y'all excited because Christian folk ain't afraid of numbers. And so we believe, we're trusting and believing that God is going to make it happen. That's what faith is all about. So that's the first piece. We're doing some other things, but I need you to pray. For favor. Also, we continue with our Bible study this Wednesday Zoom our Zoom Bible study. We're studying worship. It is really engaging. We're having a wonderful experience, and we want more people to join. I will say though, you should know that when before COVID, before COVID, and a Wednesday Bible study, we were averaging about seven to eight people uh, doing Bible study. Since COVID, we've been averaging seventeen to nineteen to twenty, sometimes twenty people in. Bible study, uh, and also the attendance on Sunday school has been good as well. So we're taking advantage and we're utilizing the gifts, uh, the technology that is uh, at our disposal. Also, and then finally, we want to make mention um, that the Gospel uh, Industry Network uh, organization is coming to Ebenezer on Thursday. Uh, they are scheduled to be here around 1145. We have a small group of members that are going to be here to help host them. Uh, If you are interested in being one of those persons, please uh, see me uh, so that we can, we don't need a large group, but just a good group. Amen. Uh, uh, Not a large, just a good group uh, that's going to have a smile on your face and engage in and know some history, right? Know some history of the church. And so they will be here this Thursday for just 30 minutes, right? Just 30 minutes but when they walk in this door, we wanna make certain that they are blown away about Ebenezer. We don't know what's gonna come of it, but we're trusting and believing something's gonna come of it. And so we're swinging open the door of hospitality uh, for those members of the gospel music industry, promoters and musicians and artists and uh, producers and, and the list goes on. And so we are excited We are excited and also next month next month is gospel music um heritage month i keep saying it wrong gospel music history month i'm sorry and so we're going to be doing something special uh in the month of september and then finally happy happy birthday again to those who have been born in the month of august happy birthday happy birthday And I would just say, continue to pray also. Finally, 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 we are still working. In fact, you all need to do a little extra today to get this baptismal pipe fixed this week. Because we got a young lady that's waiting. Two. Say again. And two other people that are waiting to be baptized. Okay, so we got to get this done as we worked on it this, this past week, but we're going to get it done. We ain't going to have folk wait. You know, that's, it just is what it is, and if we, have to, if we have to put a plastic bag underneath the pipes and catch the water, after this week, we're going to figure something out. I can't get no help. Amen. We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. Stay with us. We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. God bless you. It's good to see you this morning.
0: Marie, <laughs> I believe I in the army of the Lord. I believe I in the army of the Lord. I believe the of Lord. believe fight in the army of the Lord. I believe I die in the army of glory. I believe I die in the army of glory i, in the, I in the army of the Lord, I believe I in the army. I'm in the army of Lord. I'm in the army. I'm in the army of I'm in the by, by. In glory, by, by. In I believe fight is the army of I believe the I the of the I believe the <imitating music> in the army of Lord, in the army of glory. in the army of in the area of in the Lord. Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, and let's go home. Oh, get right, church, get right, church, right, church, and let's go Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right there, get right search. get right there,
1: going home. on the morning train, yeah, I'm going home on the morning train.
0: I'm going home, I'm on going home,
1: I'm on going
0: home. On we well, can train baby tonight. We can train baby tonight. We can train baby We can train baby oh, Get right, church, and just go home. Get right, church, and just go so home. Oh, get right, church. Oh, get right, church. Get right, church. Oh. Ain't nobody do me Ain't nobody do me like the Lord. Ain't nobody do the like Oh. Nobody likes me, you like the oh, hey, 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 nobody do me like Jesus. nobody me like Jesus. Ain't nobody do like nobody me like nobody like nobody like nobody nobody like Nobody do like Jesus. <laughs> Ain't nobody do like Jesus. Ain't nobody do like Jesus. Ain't nobody. Oh, please,
1: At the end of the day, can't nobody do me like Jesus. I'm going to say that again. Maybe somebody won't miss it. At the end of the day, can't nobody do me like Jesus. When I'm not at my best, can't nobody do me like Jesus. When the world is against me, can't nobody. Do me like Jesus. When my friends fall off, ain't nobody. All right. Do me like Jesus. Amen. It's offering time. It's offering time. I told y'all this morning I'm not going to pump and prime. It's offering time. It's offering time. It is offering time. For those of you in the room, get your best gift in your hand. Get your best gift in your hand. For those of you watching online right now, All the ways to give are online right now. You can go to EbeneezerBrownsville.org, hit the Give Now button, and give God not what you want to give, but what's your best gift that you can give. If you want to email, I'm sorry, if you want to mail your gift, you can do that as well. 4501 South Benson Avenue, Chicago, Illinois 60653. And you can also text to give as well amen let us go to the throne in prayer for the coming gifts father god we thank you in advance for the gifts and the givers god you know whatever needs stands the need of god as we send grants tomorrow god we ask right now god that the start starts today god let us show you what we can do god now we know we we, we know we've heard it said we can't beat god giving, god Uh, God, but let us give our best attempt today, God, to show you what we can do, God. And, God, we know you can outdo us without blinking an eye, God. So right now we ask that you would bless these gifts and the givers, God, those who have to give, those who don't but want to. We bless them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. I failed to mention one announcement that I think deserves to be announced. I heard it on the uh, uh, Sunday school this morning. Uh, some, some great honor that's being bestowed upon Mary. Can someone give brief that? Come on. Come on. Is there a mic down there that she can use? Good morning. Turn towards the, there you go. To Pastor, officers, members, and friends. On last Sunday, Sister Marian Ann Blackman was uh, featured in a uh, gospel magazine. young man came out and said she is a living legend. She has been around playing for a long time. <laughs> she started out at Mount Eagle under the leadership of the late Reverend E. Drain. T.J. Rogers and Reverend E. Drain. So, next month, the Gospel Magazine will be coming out, and we'll be honoring Sister Marian Black. Amen. Give her a hand. So, since Sister Freddie, you're the person that gave the announcement, I want you to follow up to find out the name of the magazine and how we can get it so that we can have it here and celebrate this wonderful, wonderful honor. Let the treasurer know how much it costs, so we want to get at least 25 copies here at Ebenezer. She didn't want to do it. Okay, well, that, that we praise God for her humility, but your gifts will make room for you. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that. Thank God for that. Contributing to the legacy of Ebenezer through her, using her gifts that God has blessed her with. At this time, let us prepare for our altar call. Just want to mention some names, some names that we need to, to keep lifted, keep lifted, keep lifted. Uh, continuing to pray for Deacon Chester Coleman, uh, Elise Grant, remembering in prayer continuously uh, Brother Alfred Moore, the father of Vicky and Marnita, continue to celebrate the uh, progress of Sister Ethel Freeman, who is here again and worship. We are praising God for her presence. We're continuing to intercede on behalf of Brother Robert Burns, the husband of Sister Ethel Burns. We're remembering in prayer Willie Grant, continuing to pray for our, beloved, our brother beloved Kenneth Sexton, who I communicated with this week and is pronouncing with a prophetic word that he is healed in Jesus' name. And so we're continuing to pray for him. Continue to lift up Christine Brown, Minnie Peggs, who is now in Avantara Rehab. Continue to pray for Al Burton and Mary Burton. These are names that have been on the list continuously. And so while the name is on the list, we're going to keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying for Shirley Anderson and Grace Lee. Continue to pray for Deacon James Smith, who's in the building today. We are celebrating that. Every day we see you, every time we see you, Deacon Smith, it lifts our hearts, lifts our minds that God could bless you in such a way that allows you to see 101 years and you are still in your right mind. You still are demonstrating your faith in God. I want you to know, sir, that you are an encouragement. Even when you sit silently, you lift our spirits, Hallelujah! Continue to pray for Mary Grant and Sarah Phillips and Mary Alexander. We we'll continue to pray for our director of music, Susan Anglin, who is having a procedure done. And uh, we're lifting up uh, Brother Arthur Jones and Mary Sumter. We are remembering in prayer Dolores Hines Elder, requesting prayer in the passing of her aunt. We're praying for her right now. We're lifting up Sister Rose McGee in the passing of her sister, Gloria Waller. She's asking for prayer. That's all she said I have is just prayer. And so we're praying. We're interceding on your behalf to lose a sibling, to lose somebody that you started this journey with. We know it hurts. We know it's hard. We know it's difficult. And so we're touching and agreeing that God will sustain you. God will lift your spirit even now. And I know as you shared with me that you had an opportunity to speak to her before you all had to release her. I know that had to be hard. I know it had to be difficult. But you've been to the will of God and we celebrate her life. And we pray for your strength and your family strength. In Jesus' name. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you as we lift up these names that's on our list, those who are requesting prayer. We're remembering those who are watching online who also have prayer requests. God, we ask that you would touch them, that you would touch those who are sick, that you will encourage those who have lost loved ones who are grieving, oh God, for those who are still uh, still dealing with grief, God. We're asking that you would punch and comfort, God. We're lifting up, God, those who are in sick rooms, those who are in uh, rehab facilities, those who are in uh, nursing homes right now, God. We're thanking God right now, God, and asking that you would be there with them. God, we're lifting up our church today, oh God. We're lifting up, oh God, the work that we're trying to do in your name. We're looking for favor right now, O God. Asking, oh God, that you would have mercy, oh God, as we seek to restore the people and the plant. Recognizing, oh God, that we have great work to do. And we need you, oh God, to guide and direct us, oh God, as we seek to do the work that you've given to our hands. God, help us to be a faith community that strives to love intensely, to love intentionally, and to love purposefully. God, we recognize that this is our calling because you are love, and we are grateful, oh God, that you have loved us first. God, center now our hearts and our minds as we prepare for worship center now, God. There's anything in our mind that is cluttering us, cluttering our mind. If there's a distraction right now, God, we ask that you will remove it. If we're thinking about our shopping list, if we're thinking about what's going on down the street, if we're worried about some other insignificant thing, God, we ask right now that you remove it and cause us, oh God, to focus solely on solely on you because we've gathered to worship you. We've gathered to lift your name. We've gathered to adore you. We've gathered to say thank you. So God, center our hearts and our minds as we prepare, oh God, for the word. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morn and place it before thy feet. So the all-wise God we pray and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. That's
0: good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of You're the center of my, my joy. joy to God be the
2: glory For all that he has done and what he is still doing for us, in precious Jesus' name. And when you're in doubt, and you can't find your way out, God will see you through.
0: Your heart is in despair. Remember, God cares for you.
2: And when you're in doubt and you can't find your way out, God will lead you through. Can
0: I get a witness? (laughs) But tomorrow, Jesus,
2: Amen. Amen. Thank God for our trio this morning and for the musicians today. Thank you, Stanley, for looking out for the pastor. I appreciate this floor, fan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, y'all don't know. It'd be hot up here. So thank you. Thank you. Take me one. Let me. <laughs> I don't want... Uh, feel 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 good up here. I think I might make a good... I want to speak... Uh, it's already been read into your hearing, uh, Genesis 27, 19 through 24. And, and the certain title this morning is simply... Be yourself. Be yourself. Because everybody else is taken. Be yourself. I want to spend just a few minutes this morning building this message about the importance of being you. We are working hard trying to grow this ministry, and as we continue to grow this ministry and define various leadership roles. I believe that it will be important for us to understand the value of simply just being yourself and not focusing upon anybody else, or even attempt to be something that you are not. The challenge for us this morning is to understand the gifting that God has placed in you and operate in your gifting. Simply be yourself. We run into many problems, not only in the church, but also uh, in life, when we never become comfortable with whom we are and the great value we have to offer. Because believe it or not, we each have a treasure hidden in our lives that we take for granted, and if we aren't careful, we will allow the enemy to rob us of the very thing God has entrusted to us. We have, in essence, underpriced God's precious gift to us. Beloved, I believe that God is calling us to take an assessment today and see if we have placed too low a price on the gifting that God has provided for us as Christians. And perhaps, just, perhaps there's a second question here. Have you shortchanged your gift by trying to be like someone else? I have often heard over the years that many Christians say that they don't have a gift or they are unsure as to the gift they have and how to operate it. And so as we read in our text, we understand this was not a blessing in our sense of the word big expression of goodwill that we might use when someone is going on a journey and we say, God bless you. For, for Jacob, the blessing is a word of great power. It conveys the very energy and vitality of the blesser's soul into the one to be blessed. Just like Elijah, when he was carried into heaven by chariots of fire as he was taken up he dropped his mantle on his successor by the name of Elisha who then received a double portion of the anointing from that point Elisha will go out and do extraordinary things for God so this final blessing by Isaac of his son is to be the most powerful of all blessings, And once it is given, it can never be taken back. You all know the story of Esau and Jacob. There was a rivalry between these twin brothers. The boy's mother, Rebecca, would tell you it could be traced back right to the womb. When she was pregnant with them, it was like a wrestling match going on inside of her. It was so intense that she feared for her life and prayed to God about it. God said to her, two nations are in your womb, and two peoples born of you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other. The elder shall serve the younger. In other words, God was pronouncing blessing upon the youngest child in her womb. Now, that's not the way it worked in Hebrew culture. Everybody knows that the firstborn, the firstborn is the preferred child, not the younger one. That's in Hebrew culture. The firstborn is the one. To be blessed, but God decreed it would be otherwise. And Rebecca heard it. In our text, we find the twins' father Isaac is advanced or old in age, and his eyes have begun to dim. Old man Isaac waits now for his eldest son, the firstborn Esau, to appear. After a while, he hears someone enter the tent and say, my father, who are you, my son? The boy Jacob lies and says that he is Esau, the firstborn. He says it boldly. Isaac almost believes, but not completely. The weak-eyed father asks, are you really my son, Esau? the boy jacob lies the second time in the silence of that black goatskin tent isaac reaches out both of his arms and says come near and kiss me my son now let's identify the first problem jacob's hands are smooth his brother's hands are hairy, but the boy's mother, Rebecca, is in on the whole thing with Jacob. She has covered the backs of Jacob's hands with the hair of animals. Jacob stretches his hands into Isaac, and Isaac is fully deceived, and then blesses him, saying, See, the smell of my son is the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Then Isaac gave Jacob the great blessing. Jacob is now the recipient of the blessing that belongs to his brother and takes advantage of his own father's blindness. Now, Ebenezer, before we become too harsh on Jacob, the real Jacob is not the schemer or the trickster. He is not perfect. But rather, it is the story of the journey of a man to become his best self. Jacob is our patriarch because of his journey, not despite it. When we consider our lot in life, our current position or status, it is because of our journey, not despite it. Jacob... Is not many figures but one one with an intricate and complex character but one nonetheless for us to understand who we are we must understand Jacob's struggle and how important it is that we can all identify with it because the truth of the matter is Ebenezer we all struggle with life's choices We all have regrets for some of the choices we have made. We have all been on a journey away from the name we feel we sometimes deserve and towards the name we wish to deserve. Inside of us is Israel, the one who struggles with God. As did Jacob, we too become Israel if we grow and learn from our mistakes and journey to be our best selves so we see in Jacob a tragic flaw from the very outset he believed if he was going to get ahead in this life he was going to have to hustle hustle even if it meant hustling his own brother. And the strange irony of it all is that Jacob didn't need to hustle. God had already promised him this blessing. While he was still in the womb, God proclaimed to Rebekah that the younger one would be the blessed one. And when you have God's blessing, what more do you need? The problem was that Jacob didn't believe it, even though he must have heard it many times from his mother while working alongside of her, but he still didn't believe it. And sometimes, Ebenezer, I believe we don't always believe we have God's blessings. All Jacob could see was Esau, the strong one. All he could see was Esau, the popular one. All he could see was Esau, the firstborn. All he could see was Esau, the skilled hunter. All he could see was Esau, 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 the preferred one of his father and the rest of the world. And he
1: figured the only way
2: he'd ever be blessed would be to steal it from Esau. I wonder how many of us are like Jacob. Always watching somebody else, coveting somebody else's gifts in spite of the gift that God has given to us. Esau is pictured as self centered and An irresponsible man caring far more for sports than for the responsibilities that come with being an adult. He did not want to be saddled with responsibility of family affairs and business. Jacob was the exact opposite of Esau. Jacob was mature. He was quiet. He was a settled man who looked after the affairs and responsibilities of the family. He stayed right with the tents, the workers, the herds, and the affairs of the family it's unfortunate that they were not able to embrace their differences and work together what a novel thought Ebenezer if we could somehow find a way to embrace our differences and yet still work together this is how it is within the church at times if we are not careful, we begin to watch what everybody else is doing and then desire to be like them instead of embracing what God has given us. A preacher friend of mine shared with me his concerns about when he traveled and visited smaller churches, and they would have somewhere around our neighborhood 50 members, but 20 of them were in the pulpit. He said, it's usually a clear indication of a church that does not understand the importance of embracing the various giftings that operate within each of us. So, I encourage you to be yourself because you are unique. You have value. You are special. Being who you are, is the most natural thing there is and takes less effort than trying to be someone that you are not. Because the truth of the matter is, Ebenezer, I may never preach like T.D. Jakes, but that's okay. I ain't T.D. Jakes. I may never teach and preach like Reverend Dr. Frank Kentworth says, but that's okay because I'm not Dr. Reverend Frank K. Sims. I may never speak before tens of thousands like Joel Osteen, but that's okay. I'm not Joel Osteen. All all too often in the church, we spend too much time trying to be like somebody else, but I declare I am glad I am who I am, and there is no one else just like me, for I embrace the theology of Popeye, that one-eyed sailor. I am that I am. I'm Daryl Person, the preacher man. Jacob wasted 20 years of his life hiding from his brother, simply because he wanted to be like his brother. In spite of what God had already promised him while he was still in the womb, Jacob could not take his eyes off being like his brother. It would ultimately cost him years of frustration, years of disappointment, years of regret, years of not getting anything done. He would never see his mother alive again. Not even able to attend her funeral in an attempt to add clothes. You see, my brothers and sisters, it is not worth it in the long run. So we have to be ourselves. There is a biblical example. David understood this at a very early age. When we consider the life of King David, We can really understand the value, the value of being yourself. David will become the most loved and the most respected king that ruled over God's people. Here it is thousands and thousands of years later, and we are still talking about his life and what he accomplished. Unlike David, unlike Jacob, David had more than just one brother to contend with. David was the eighth and youngest son of Jesse from the kingly tribe of Judah. The biblical King David of Israel was known for his diverse skills as both a warrior, a writer of Psalms. In his 40 years as ruler, he united the people of Israel, led them to victory in battle, conquered land and paved the way for his son Solomon to build the holy temple. But most of us really don't understand what it was that brought David before King Saul. We don't know what his gifting was that moved him to become the most prominent king in history. His first interaction with Saul came when the king was looking for someone to play music for him. And the king's attendant summoned the skilled David to play for him. Saul was pleased with David and kept him in his service as a musician. It was not his courage or his leadership that brought him before the king. David was was gifted as a skilled musician. Apparently someone had heard David play various instruments, and it was that gift that brought him before the king. Could you imagine if David had been more concerned about trying to be like his older brothers? David appreciated, he appreciated what God had placed in him. My brothers and sisters, I really think that it is key. We must learn how to appreciate what God has imparted unto us. When we learn how to appreciate our gift, it is only then that God will be able to move us into another realm. For you have to be yourself because everybody else is taken. We all know that David would come to prominence because of the battle that was brewing between the Israelites and the Philistines. There was a giant in the land by the name of Goliath. The Philistine army was the most feared of any in the ancient world. Their superior armaments during the middle of the 11th century enabled them to threaten Judea. They had already colonized areas along the coastline. So here we have Goliath, the Philistine of Gath, a giant who was nine feet tall and a champion warrior. No one in the army of Israel really wanted to face this giant. The entire Israelite army, including King Saul, was filled, filled with fear and felt defeated before they even considered facing such a giant. It didn't help matters much when Goliath took advantage of every opportunity to verbally insult and taunt them, and the Lord God, uh, and the Lord God, what were they to do? David, the musician, shows up and stands before King Saul. And after a conversation, King Saul sends this boy David out to fight against the giant. He then attempts to equip David for his encounter with the giant. Saul clothes David with his own armor. He puts a bronze helmet on David's head and clothes David with his own big coat of armor. David straps Saul's sword over the armor. Then David tries to take a step. He quickly realizes that he had not earned any of that equipment and quickly remembers. He remembers the gift that he has, the gift beyond being a musician. David remembers that he's good at throwing rocks. That is the gift that David had, which ultimately would bring him before the king and set him on a path of his destiny. We all know the rest of the story. He will be victorious over the giants. What would cause David to walk in his destiny is the fact that he understood his gift was throwing rocks. What a strange gift to have. We, beloved, must identify the gift that God has given us and understand no matter how big or small we think that gifting is to simply operate in it. For we read in Proverbs 18 and 16, a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. This strange gift of throwing rocks would usher David into destiny. It would bring him face to face before King Saul because he was gifted at throwing rocks. I don't know how you feel about it, But I'm glad today that David was comfortable with who he was. He understood how important it was to be yourself. And so if my gift is throwing rocks, I'll throw rocks in Jesus' name. If my gift is playing instruments, I'll play music in Jesus' name. If my gift is serving on the usher board, I'll serve in Jesus' name. If my gifts are to minister to children, I'll minister in Jesus' name. Whatever my gift is, I'll wait, because God promised my gift will make room for me and take me to great places. Paul understood this when he talked and counseled with a young preacher by the name of Timothy. Paul would go to tell Timothy that he would grow to be a great preacher one day and then gave him sound advice according to 1 Timothy 4 and 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Your gift will take you, Ebenezer, to places you never dreamed. Your gift will elevate you in due season. Your gift will open doors you never knew were there. And so I declare, don't neglect the gift that God has given to you. Don't let, you, don't let your sight uh, uh, go and look at someone else's gift, but accentuate what God has done for you. For your gift is valuable, your gift is necessary, for you are wonderfully and fearfully made, your gift is necessary, your gift can be used for the glory of God, your gift is important don't you know you are a child of God Uh, you are a child
0: of God and whatever he put in you uh, he wants you to
2: use uh, he wants you to use uh, for his glory do you hear what I'm saying today what's your gift Uh, what's your gift Uh, be yourself uh, and make yourself
0: available Make yourself available to Almighty God. Do you hear what I'm saying? I don't care how old you are, how young you are. Make yourself available. Be yourself.
2: Be yourself. I don't care where you come from.
1: I don't care if you're a
2: round-the-way guy or a round-the-way girl. God has given you something. God has given you a gift, and he will just make room for it. Oh, they say it's plenty of good room, plenty of good room in
0: my Father's kingdom. Yes, it is. Plenty of room
2: to serve him.
0: Plenty of room
2: to serve him with excellence. Plenty of room to serve him with infinite of energy. Plenty of good room to serve him. Don't let nobody tell you you ain't good enough. What you got to offer ain't worth enough. Because you are a child of God.
0: Be yourself. Because
2: everybody else is taken. God bless you. We're going to open the doors to the church today. Perhaps there is someone here that wants to give their life to the Lord. If you are here, we extend the invitation to you to come now. Perhaps you have not been in church in a long time, haven't haven't been in fellowship. We extend the invitation to you right now. Now is the time. To make your commitment to the Lord. don't wait, don't hesitate, because tomorrow is not promised. All you have is now. All you have is now the doors of the church open. Is there one today? Pray, church, pray we all in you. Come on, I know you're on the edge of your seat. Come on, come on, come on. Now is the appointed time.
0: Now is the
2: opportunity. God said you can be yourself in this place. Is there
0: one? Is there one
2: today? Amen. 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 We're praying. We're praying. We sang early. Pass me not, O oh gentle Savior. Jesus is passing by right now. You don't want him to pass by you everybody on yesterday was out there looking to see celebrities on king drive because they didn't want to miss candace parker who was the grand marshal of the parade they didn't want to miss the recording artist they walked in the they didn't want to miss reverend jesse jackson who walked in they, they didn't want to miss they didn't want pass passing by but, and while those are great people in their own right the person you really don't want to pass you by is Jesus the Christ. That's who you don't want to pass you by. Because he will make your life brand new. Give you a purpose. A focus. If you're watching online, we extend the invitation to you. You just text us in the comments section your email and we'll follow up with you and we'll pray the prayer of salvation with you we don't want the Lord to pass us by if we ain't learned nothing in these past 18 months if we ain't learned nothing by being residents of the city of Chicago we know that tomorrow is not promised okay y'all y'all must live in glass houses Y'all must all live in the suburbs, don't think. We don't want the Lord to pass us by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We are looking forward again to seeing you. I need to see some new faces on Zoom Bible study. I need to see some new faces. And I know there's some who are on Sunday school on Sundays. That's cool. That's great. You are at least opening yourself to at least one either Sunday school or Bible study. But if you're doing neither, need you to be online with us. The only way you can know the direction and what we're trying to do is if you come for study. This is great on Sunday morning. This is great. This is great. Sunday morning is about what we've done through the week. Sunday morning is about celebration of what we've done through the week. Sunday, I can't get no help. Sunday morning is about what we have done in preparation. Sunday morning is about study that we've done through the week. Sunday morning is celebration about the prayers that we've offered unto God. Sunday morning is celebration of what we've already done. So we need to see more. We want to have 30 people on that Zoom. And if you are senior. Uh, you can call uh, Minister Dr. King and he can help you get on. He can walk you through it. You got no excuse because we got a senior who's 99 years old, 97 years old, who's on Zoom with a survival study. So you got no excuse. You got a phone, you can join us. You got a telephone, you can join us. You got a computer, you can join us. And I just believe If you can figure out how to get to the boat in Indiana, (laughs) you can figure out how to come on Zoom Bible study on Wednesday. Oh, come on, y'all act like y'all, okay, none of y'all been, oh, really, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So we want to see you. We want to see you. Study to show thyself. Is that that what it say? study. Well, Reverend, I can study by myself. No, you can't. Anybody know any self-taught doctors? Anybody got a self-taught doctor that allows them to work on you? I didn't think so. Any self-taught airline pilots? Okay, then. We need to see you. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. You can get the number from the office. We'll do a calling post. We don't like to put it online because you don't want to have interesting other people joining us. But if you need to get that number for the Zoom, you need to get help. See, Minister King. But we want to fill up that class because we're having a great discussion on worship. Let us look to heaven and now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. To him who's able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God, be dominion and power, honor, and glory. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit is our prayer. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. And have a wonderful rest of your day.
0: Oh me the For us Thank Come on, clap
2: your hands. She could remember all of our names, and there was nothing like that Sunday morning devotion day. But today we want to remember how Mama used to pray for us.